Welcome to the land We're episode back. 24. Um almost said 23. Uh <laughs> my name is Ian. I'm Ian. <laughs> I'm Rob. And uh we're gonna talk about today's topic is our top. I don't want to say like idols i don't know i just feel like idol is a bad word i don't know sounds old yeah yeah i'm gonna talk about we're gonna talk about our top five most um people that we look up to the the definition of idol (laughs) um i got this idea from a podcast and they had like 10 but like fuck i can't even think of that much so uh we'll see i guess if we have the same person the, so the way they went at it is if they have the same person then the person that has it high, ranked higher gets to talk about them but i don't think we'll have the same people i'm like positive we won't have the same people. yeah yeah you want to go first um yeah we'll just go back and forth with <clears throat> okay it. so my number five is Tyler the Creator. Um, this one, with the people that I look up to, it's not like their whole person, their whole being. It's just like I, I get to pick and choose um, why I like this person. But with Tyler, he's I just I feel like he's very grounded still, um, even though he's a big shot um, musician artist. Um, but I do like his, obviously his music and I do like his fashion. It's not something that I can wear that I can pull off, but he, uh, definitely does his thing with his fashion and just the way that he carries himself. Um, I just feel like if I ever do become famous, I would still like to be that person that doesn't feel like I'm above everyone else, mm-hmm. you know. Like he's still himself and shit. Yeah, he's still himself. Mm-hmm. Listening to like his um, <clears throat> his his uh, interactions with his fans, it's always hella funny. Yeah, where friends are like fuck you, and they're like, <laughs> and Tyler's like, yeah, fuck you too. I love you. <laughs> Something like that. I think that's dope. Who you got? I'm just gonna go with all five of them, bro, because they're all. They're it's kind of short for me because they all influence me in like the same fucking way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So number one is Medal of Honor recipient Kyle Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Two, UFC commentator com- comedian Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Three, former Navy SEAL David Goggins. Four, former Navy SEAL Jocko mm-hmm. Willink. <laughs> and five, which is like Probably my newest right now. His mm. name's Persia. Persia. And I'll talk. I'll talk about him in a little bit. But like all of them, like influenced me to like. They've all overcome like their hardest obstacle, mm-hmm. but they still strive to like get the most out of their fucking day. Yeah, you know. Um, name's Persia. I don't, are you familiar with him? No. <clears throat> He's a mountaineer, uh-huh. but he actually just dropped a documentary on Netflix. Um, 
called 14 Peaks. Mm-hmm. So him and his team, they're from Nepal. They're Nepal Mountaineers. But their goal was to summit 14, 8,000 um, meter Mountain. peaks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Within a span of seven months. They did in seven fucking months. Yeah. Damn. Um, yeah, it was just crazy because, like, when you watch the documentary, like, there's actually a point where they went to go look for a guy that was missing. Mm-hmm. And Nims, like, provided his oxygen to the guy. And on their way down, it took them, like, all night. But Nims, like, I can't even, I don't think I'm going to make it, dude. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, they rescue the guy and they continue with their 14 peaks. Wow. It's fucking crazy. Is um, that something that you want to do? Um, Maybe not at that, like, level, but. Probably not at that level, but I would like to climb. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's cool. They show a clip in there. When they reach the summit of Everest, mm-hmm. they take a picture and there's a fucking line. Like a, yeah, I heard about A long that. line just to get to the summit. So people are struggling to get up, to get down. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah. And people Persia. are like dying in that line, right? Um, Because they're not anticipating. I don't know if they're dying in that line. I just know of the checkpoints of the dead bodies. Oh, the checkpoints. Okay. Which is cool too. The profit he's getting from this documentary, mm-hmm. him and his team are putting everything together in order to get the trash and the bodies off that fucking mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Name's Persia. Persia. This isn't the one that you're... I remember when we were driving back home from shooting and Mm -hmm. you're like, this is the peak that... um, That's Alex Arnold. Oh, okay. Yeah. Different person. He's the free solo. Okay. Solo climber. So Mm -hmm. no rappelling, no straps, nothing. Yeah. What what got you into... um, people climbing shit i just love nature oh okay yeah i don't know something mm-hmm. about it growing up in hawaii and whenever like in the marine corps we went to go to like northern california after bridgeport california mm-hmm. the hike sucked but being there was fucking amazing dude yeah yeah like getting to it or just like just taking in the the nature of while going through the hike both oh okay. i'll say both yeah 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 i really enjoyed um when we used to go hiking like at Mount Charleston, getting up to that peak mm-hmm. and just seeing like fucking mountains it's everywhere. Just I think silence. that's cool. Yeah. The sound of nature, the views. It's yeah. Like, <clears throat> it's good for your health, man. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, I really enjoy just like peace and quiet. Just listening the smells of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Getting away from the city yeah. and shit. Hearing, I like that. Uh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of short for me, but hey, it's yeah, okay. Those we'll, are my guys. We'll talk about it later. Um, number four for me, I, I mean, my top or my four, three, four, and five are all mixed up. It's not like in order, but uh, Max Holloway is my number four, just because um his attitude of it is what it is, of just like it happened. I can't do anything about it to change it, so I'm just gonna move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. But it's also like people you might take it as like lazy for some people. Lazy people have the same mindset of like, oh, I can't I can't get a new job because whatever bullshit excuse, you know. Yeah. It is what it is. But with Max, he is a he was a champion and he's still fighting to become a champion again with the same mindset of like he lost, it happens, I'm ready to go at it again. Especially when 
I really can't say this, but when you're from Hawaii, everything is just very relaxed. I want to say, I can't say that's true because obviously I'm not living in Hawaii. So I'm not like seeing everything, but that's what I get when I vacation in Hawaii is like, you know, everything's on Hawaii time, you know, but, um, just the, the effort that Max put in from day one being, uh, growing up in Waianae, getting that contract, fighting the hardest people you can without complaining, nothing like that. Um, it's always, uh, it's a good mindset to have. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely in that like lazy mindset, especially when I listen to reggae. I am the laziest person ever. Right, you just like there's nothing that pumps me That's up. That's why about I, I save reggae for like the weekends. And yeah. Shit. <clears throat> I want to say that I kind of hardly don't ever listen to reggae now just because I'm trying to not be lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, I'm trying to make the most out of my days too, the most out of my 24 hours. So it's, uh, I got to listen to like rap or something to just Same. not I've been get listening me in that to mood. a lot of fucking rap. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Kanye. I think Kanye's going to be my number one this year in Spotify, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Uh and then number 3, I don't know if you're familiar with them, but they're YouTubers. Um they are their YouTube channel's called Good Mythical Morning. It's the morning show. Um but their names are Rhett and Link. Um I've been watching them on and off for I want to say like the past 10 years but what's crazy about it is that like I'm a YouTube guy like most of my hours are spent on YouTube not like Netflix or Hulu or whatever um so when you're watching a YouTuber and you're subscribing to them for a long time they kind of like like you're into them and then like they change or you change and then you're not into them but these guys have been like consistently not crazy popular but they're getting a million views every video for the past 10 plus years that they've been doing it so just like at a business standpoint i really enjoy what they do and since i want to be youtuber like that's my goal of i don't want to get the high of highs and then just crash you know like some of these uh youtubers do so I just like the consistency that they have, their mindset, their business, all that. I think that's dope. Um, <clears throat> and then number two, number two, I put my dad, and then number one is my mom. But I mean, they're tied for first, obviously. But my dad, specifically his artistic side. Um, I don't know if you remember going to my old house at the lakes, the front yard that I had. I remember that. Yeah. Um, my dad did all of that. He like completely just made a brand new yard out of it. And I didn't realize how like beautiful it was when I was a kid. But oftentimes if I'm around that area, I'll like drive around the neighborhood just to check it out. And it's like, wow, he made this. This is crazy. And then just like different the ways he was able to show off his artistic side in different um, areas of work. I think that's really, really cool. And 
um he was just a true renaissance man that's like my that's what my mom likes to say he plays piano he plays guitar he can do construction um he can fix whatever's broken i think that's uh i think that's like super super cool that he has all these many different um outlets to express himself mm -hmm. and that's something that i'm struggling with today of like trying to fa figure out what i truly love like with um like with our friends uh like jared and brad they love computers video games stuff like that with you you have a passion for uh mma and uh guns and um video games as well and you're good at it uh thank you <laughs> but with me like yeah i love video games but i'm average um yes i love computers but not to the point of like jared and brad where they know everything about it so for a while i've struggled with like dang what do i like actually what am i really really good at so i'm realizing now that it might just be like video editing like although i'm still like average i could be better it's something that i want to work towards so i think um yeah my dad was able to like show it doesn't matter that you like everything averagely just make sure that you're good at it good at everything mm -hmm. uh and then my number one is my mom so my mom is like the more grounded person of like motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> my number one is my mom because she is the the person that's like ian this is real life you need to make sure that whatever you're doing, you can provide yourself with. Like, whatever it is that you're interested in, I'm backing you up. But you got to make sure that it's going to be like, like, I don't want you to be homeless is basically what my mom's saying. Yeah. So she's being um, straight up with you. Yeah. It's a good mom. And like, when I hear stories of like Asian parents, like, hitting their kids and disciplining maybe it's just because i'm the baby but i never got hit bad mm -hmm. like i got grounded i got i got a little whack with a ruler yeah but nothing crazy but it's just like so different when your parents back you up in something instead of forcing you to be a doctor or a lawyer right something like that so i think that's um i'm very fortunate for like people that are close to me that back that support me in what I want to do. And then the people that don't know me that say, why are you trying to do that? That's like, that's fine. I'll take that. We need people like that though. Yeah. You know, um, it's a good combination of like the people that truly care about you support you instead of trying to persuade you to a different area. Yeah. You make me feel bad, man, for not putting my parents. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like maybe we should do just like um famous people. Oh no, I did text that to you. Fuck. See? Idiot. I, I set you up for failure. Idiot. <laughs> um I you can talk about your mom and dad if you want. 
when you were talking about hitting, like I was, it's funny because I was thinking about my dad mm-hmm. last night. How he used to beat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, no, he didn't. You're fucking lying. He's the nicest dude. I'm like, uh-huh. go ask my brothers. Yeah. <clears throat> it wasn't a bad beating, but it was like I remember those. Yeah, yeah. Was it? What was his weapon of choice? Uh, it was a belt. Mm-hmm. Or his fucking tiger paw. Oh shit! I remember he landed a good one right on my fucking eye. Oh, like, he's hitting head. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine though. Yeah, maybe I fucking needed it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I look mean- at the kids today. Like they feel the. They feel like so entitled and they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, in their fucking mouth. Yeah. Like there's no consequence to it. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you don't fucking discipline your children, man. <laughs> so yeah, both of us got disciplined in, in different ways, but it worked. Yeah. You know? uh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not against hitting my kids when mm-hmm. I do have kids. I'm going to spank the shit out of them. All right. But of course I'm not going to throw them against the wall or some bullshit like some stories i hear of like people saying that they got like pretty physically abused as a kid yeah and they think that that's like normal because look at me now Mm -hmm. but like damn i don't think so man my dad has a ruler where it says hold this end the ruler says hold this end and then on the other end it says spank oko (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um yeah nice that's good um i wanted to talk about your uh since you brought up you have kyle carpenter mm. david goggins um and jocko were they did you know about them before you joined the military were they kyle something? i did I actually met kyle like a month before i shipped out oh because he's good friends with my recruiter mm-hmm <clears throat> so he he came in a month before, gave us a speech, and he literally just stayed there for like an extra hour or two and talked to each of us. Yeah, wow. and that fucking motivated the <clears throat> shit. I'm like, dude, shit me the fuck yeah, out. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I knew Kyle before going in, Damn. and I didn't read his book until like late last year. Oh, okay. You're worth it. It's it's a trip, man. Mm-hmm. He talks about. Well, he doesn't. He remembers waking up in D.C. in the hospital bed. Mm-hmm. And obviously he was all drugged up, obviously. Mm-hmm. But he was—he mentioned that he saw this woman just floating in the corner of his room, and she stayed there like all night. And he just Whoa. had this stare. It's fucking—it's dark. But uh, yeah. When did you want to join the military? Was this like a childhood thing? Uh, ever since middle school, I always wanted to be in military. Like I remember in middle school, I would. I wanted to be a Navy SEAL. Remember those Navy SEAL commercials? Yeah. Yeah. Those will get you. <laughs> that got me. Then uh-huh. like high school came. I'm like, oh, I think I'll go Marine Corps. Oh, okay. And because I'm like, my cousin was in the Marines. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> His brother-in-law was in the Marines. So they gave me advice, like going in and shit. Mm-hmm. So I got a lot of advice going in. So pretty grateful for that. Yeah. That's nice. Did you, when did, what age did you like officially go to basic? 20. Oh, you're 20. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was there any like decision behind that? Because usually it's like 18. I'm going. Um, it was just like my process getting in. It took a little longer. Oh, really? You know? Oh, shit. <clears throat> but when, yeah, when they came during PT and uh, 
recruiters called me over there like, hey, I know Ramirez has been showing up to PT. Let's let's get his paperwork in. Yeah. Let's get him in. Mm-hmm. I remember those days. Every remember, Tuesday? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember you uh, You took um, one of our co- – we, we used to work together at Sam's Club. And you took one of our coworkers. He called in, and I was like, what the fuck? And then I get a picture from you of you with my coworker going to PT. And I was like, that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> If you drink Pellegrino, squirt some fucking meal into this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like sparkling water. No. I love it. How? I just like Is it. it just the carbonation? Yeah. What? That's it. Like, I hate LaCroix. 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 Um, I want to know about your whole... Not your whole military, your marine experience, but if you have anything to what share. What do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> um, where was your first van? I don't know the terms. I hope I don't fuck it Duty up. Duty station? Okay, yeah. Camp what, okay, what was your MOS? I was a 0341 mortarman, infantry mortarman. Was that your first choice? Um. Infantry in general was my first choice. Mm-hmm. So when when it came to went to boot camp, did a, a like boot leave for a week, mm-hmm. then we went to ITB Infantry Training Battalion. Mm-hmm. That's where the the instructors are like, "Hey, who wants to be an eleven rifleman? Who wants to be a thirty one machine gunner, forty one mortarman, or a fifty one assaultman?" Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I just went mortarman. Oh, okay, yeah. And it was you and Seha. Or you didn't meet Seo until later. I didn't later. meet Seo until later. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was in, he was in a different unit. Were you um you still close friends with anyone from like your first like from basic training? From basic, yeah, a couple guys. Oh, okay. I talk to him every day. Is it called basic? Is it different? Because I say I basic. Know. Oh, okay. Um, boot camp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Recruit depot. <laughs> oh, how was the the crucible? The crucible funny <laughs> boot camp was a whole as a whole was funny yeah but uh crucible it only sucked because you only sleep in like three hours yeah but you're just doing obstacles you're doing land nav you're doing you're just hiking a lot mm-hmm. but it's like not nothing crazy it's not crazy, impossible right? dude like yeah you're there like dude people have been through this i can get through it yeah what sucked during probably that last phase of boot camp is i got pink eye oh there's someone nasty. fart in your fucking eye. It was just um So the range we go to during that phase is supposedly like really fucking dirty. And people get pink eye all the time. Like when we first got there and started setting in our drone structure was like, hey, some of you are gonna get pink eye, so if you feel it, let me fucking know so I can send you away. Oh. <clears throat> Cause it spreads, right? It's like a Yeah, it's just so yeah. so much dirt over there. It's so dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So all the basic, it wasn't like too hard on you? No. Hell it was yeah. easy. Just because you're It was just funny, dude. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's the, yeah, I say this all the time, but it's like the funniest place where you can't laugh. Oh. You know? <laughs> Do, like a lot of you guys felt like that? I would say majority of us, yeah. Is it just because like you got, like <clears throat> what's funny? Are you laughing it's, at the people that aren't like physically ready? No, it's just the dumb. Sh- it's the dumb shit that drone instructors make each of us do. Oh, okay. Like, 
and it's funny because once once when someone fucks up, it's mass punishment. So we mm. all get fucked up. Mm. So at the end of the night, we just laugh at this shit. Like, oh. <laughs> like your dumbass made us do all yeah. this shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> so there was never no like, you motherfucker making us do all this bullshit because you fucked up. No. Oh, okay. It, it was it was it was a interesting brotherhood in there. Yeah. Okay. Because we didn't even fucking know each other, but at the end of the day, we're just laughing at this shit. Like, yeah. why the fuck are we here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at that point, so after like basic, are you like, why the fuck did I decide to do this? No. Join the Marines. No. Getting my EGA at the end of the boot camp was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Because you go up this big hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, early as fuck in the morning, too. Then that's when you guys get in uh, formation and you get your hand to your EGA. Mm-hmm. And it was cool because I got my EGA from, we call him the kill hat. He's the guy that fucks everyone up. Mm-hmm. But for him to give it to me, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, my wife says like, you coming out of boot camp, like you didn't change. Like you weren't a robot. Yeah. You know, which I'm glad I came out that way because, mm-hmm. yeah, seeing... Uh, People in high school, like the dudes that are fresh out of boot camp trying yeah. to recruit people, you can see like they're fucking robots and shit. Yeah, that was my most like, that's what I'm most worried of when all you guys went to uh, the military. I have a lot of friends. It's like you, Joel, uh, James, JC, Tony. Mm-hmm. And all of you guys are still the same, Yeah, which is wild. That was the most like scariest. I just... I did not want to lose like your guys' personality as you were. But that's cool. It's just you gotta have that switch in the military. Yeah. You know? You have shit going on at home. Okay, you're not gonna bring that to work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's true. You gotta have that switch. <clears throat> did you um okay, so you your first what was it again? Explain duty that. station. Duty your station. first duty station yeah. is Camp Pendleton. Camp Horno. Camp okay. Pendleton, California. They call it Gruntland. Actually, when you take a picture on Snapchat and you uh-huh. look, put the location, it says, it says Gruntland. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you did that for what? Six I was months? there for. Or your whole, mm-hmm. your whole thing. Oh, okay. My whole contract. That's right. Was, yeah, I was with Third Battalion, First Marines. Um. Yeah, did my first deployment. Came back, became section leader. That's when I met Seha because he mm. came from. A neighboring uh, battalion, one mm-hmm. four. <clears throat> yeah, I got called into the fucking office. I was like, "What the fuck am I getting called over there? Uh-huh. What'd I do?" Yeah, and I see his ass just like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Who the fuck is this?" <laughs> Look, my producer. I was like, "Hey, this corporal say hi. He's gonna be part of your section. He's uh-huh. from eighty one. So I'm like, "Okay." And you said you're the a leader, section leader. Yeah, is that in- by like because you want to do it or someone? It's like just I was – because my leadership was getting out. So they're like, hey, Ramirez, we're going to throw oh, you in this position. Okay. We're going to send you to school. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, so I was in charge of nine guys. Ten if you want to include Seha, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was like – you signed a five-year contract? I was a four. Four? Okay. So that was your first year? Second year? Second year. Second? Okay. Yeah. And then ever since then, you and Sehar are just together? Mm-hmm. Damn. So why did he have to um, join your battalion? We didn't have enough uh, leadership. 
Well, the thing is, like, the first year, King was with me in the mortar section, mm-hmm. but he went to snipers, so we were yeah. missing a guy. Oh, That's okay. why we got Seha. <clears throat> and then, like, King didn't, or no, he was a sniper for the rest of his contract. Yes. But he always hung out with you guys. Yeah. So like, it was weird because we're supposed like, we're always together in a weird way. Mm. Like in the birthing and the, on the ship, mm-hmm. like sniper platoon was literally like down the fucking hall. Oh, shit. So King would wake my ass up. Yeah. Like, hey, let's go to chow. Yeah. That's <clears throat> dope. Yeah. Damn. God works in mysterious ways. <laughs> um. Okay, so how was like, how was ship life? Shit. Yeah. How long are you on the boat for? Everything was ship. So we're, it would be like two weeks we'd be sailing. Mm-hmm. And then like a week or so we'd be off training. Training or like stopping and exploring a fucking city. Oh. <clears throat> but ship life was, it was rough, man. Worse. Like the weight room was so fucking small. Really? To fit like, what was it, 1,200, 600 people in oh, a small ass yeah. gym? Like the Navy and Marines had separate times, right? Uh-huh. Same with like chow lines. Dude, the chow line went back and you'd have to wait like two hours mm. just to eat food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a bitch because the Navy and Marines had separate lines for that too. And yeah. Obviously, the Navy one was shorter because they didn't had less people, right? Uh-huh. Um, sleeping on that bitch was interesting. Um. You actually have a strap that you can put uh-huh. so you don't fall off because people tend to fucking fall off. Oh, yeah, because it's just like you're going into like a little cubby hole, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's probably like this this high. Yeah. And probably like me to you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like the bare minimum for you to just sleep in. But yeah. Like on days where like the ship would be rocking. Oh, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> All night, dude. <laughs> the food was terrible. Portions were shit. Yeah, tell me about the food. <laughs> Your guys' story about the food is so funny. It's so fucking shit, dude. <laughs> like the chicken and shit would be okay. It'd be uncooked. So it's like, fuck, what else am I going to eat yeah. today? <laughs> I'm going to eat that. Um, they'd give us this hard ass rice, bro. I remember King would just grab it and just be like, I'm not eating this shit. <laughs> it was that and just like some fucking fruit. Mm-hmm. Oh. Some shitty ass fruit too. Mm. Damn, and that's for two weeks straight. Yeah, that was dinner. Breakfast was pretty good because they did give us eggs, yeah, potatoes, bacon, which is probably the only time I would eat. Uh-huh. <laughs> just breakfast, <laughs> and, and then, then after that, it's just protein shakes for you. Huh? Protein shakes, and our wives would send us like oatmeal and shit. Oh, so that worked out. Yeah, dudes were yoked on shit because. We weren't eating much, but we were drinking a lot of protein yeah. shakes. So everyone was just jacked. <laughs> how the fu- Wait, how does your wife send you stuff? Helicopter brings it in. Whoa. Yeah. That's cool. Crates. Yeah. And like you'd look outside sometimes and you'd just see a crate. Yeah. <laughs> into the water. It's like, oh. Guess we're not getting our fucking food today. <laughs> I Damn. think two two packages went missing, and I'm pretty sure it's because they fell. That sucks. Yeah, that's hilarious though. <laughs> so, where what was like your favorite city that you went to? Um, probably Tokyo. Mm-hmm. In my four years, probably Tokyo. Damn. 
That wasn't even on that ship deployment. It was the deployment before that. No. But we're stationed. Uh, we're staying at Camp Fuji. Mm-hmm. Which is at the base of Fuji, pretty much. Yeah. But we got to take the train. It's like an hour away from Shibuya. <clears throat> it's cool. We got to see the people on their uh, the go karts. Oh, like the Mario, Mario outfits. Type. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys went to like, you guys went to like, um, I want to say like Saudi Arabia, Dubai, Dubai. Stopped in Dubai. Expensive ass city. Uh, what was it like there? It wasn't too expensive, but yeah, it was really, it was really clean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we actually went to the mall mm-hmm. of Dubai, which was fucking huge. They had a Texas roadhouse in that. Really? Place. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> so it was at the base of the fucking Burj Khalifa, uh-huh. which you could go up to too. Burj Khalifa. Is that like, that's the tallest mm-hmm. building. Okay. Yeah. So we hung out around there for like a week. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. You have to eat some uh, camel. Whoa. It tastes like lamb, dude. Oh. Yeah. It's not interesting. Camel. <laughs> Did you eat horse when you're in Japan? Horse? No. Yeah, there's a restaurant that serves horse. In Tokyo? I believe so, yeah. I'd like to try horse mm-hmm. and shark. Someone ate shark in Thailand, but uh-huh. I didn't. I, cho- I chose not to get it. Yeah. Too scared. I just wanted some shrimp fried oh, rice. You, <laughs> you telling me I shrimp fried this rice? <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so what made you decide not to resign? Um, I want to become a firefighter. Oh yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, it was like that, and like personal problems too, like. During my third year, my dad had that open heart surgery. Oh, yeah. That scared the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, kind of want I want to be here for family too. Yeah. So my parents are getting older. Uh-huh. Was it a struggle of like, man, I, I really do want to resign, no. but I'd rather. Oh, okay. I wasn't you, like you already made that decision. Yeah, I already made the decision, which is I think a lot of people in the military should think early. Mm-hmm. about what they want to do after because the military is not forever you know yeah yeah how far are you into um when are you going to be a fireman officially i'm applying right now oh like i got my emt cert and everything it's just applying oh okay yeah so you're going to be doing with um is seha firefighter or just emt like is he want to be a firefighter he's been through the academy but i think he's applying to uh, departments right now oh okay <clears throat> Damn, and it's probably not gonna be in Vegas, right? If For you me? do become a firefighter, uh, honestly, at this point, it doesn't matter where the fuck it's at. Yeah, like I took a test for I took the written exam for North Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and for Seattle. So mm. we'll see where that goes. Damn, I remember. Um, was oh Matt? Matt wanted to be a fireman, mm. and he was telling me about like. Yeah, I applied for like a spot in Michigan. And I was like, "Holy shit, you got to go like yeah, different state." That's wild. Whoever takes me in, I'm going, man. Yeah, yeah. And you see yourself doing that until you retire. Yeah, that's the goal. Mm-hmm. And then uh, eventually, you'll just become a UFC fighter. <laughs> you ever thought about that? Was that a career choice? 
Like for like a month <laughs> yeah. in high school. <laughs> no. Nice. I've always wanted to know a little bit more about your life in the Marines. It was fun, man. Yeah. It was the funniest, uh, the funnest yet hardest mm-hmm. chapter of my life. Like I learned a lot from it. It humbled the fuck out of me. It humbles the fuck out of a lot of people. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I noticed. Um, I also wanted to talk about like, I before you said like how much David Goggins and just all those people fit in fit into their day. I've always felt like you have work, school, balancing your life with um your wife and your family. Like you have a lot in your day too. Mm-hmm. I think you need to find the balance to all of it. Yeah. You know, if you have problems at work, just leave it, <clears throat> leave it at work. Don't mm-hmm. bring it home. That's a big problem in the military too. Mm-hmm. You know, someone will have a bad day and like, there's a lot of fucking domestic violence, like cases yeah. in the military and shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you're only sacrificing sleep, huh? That's it. How many hours of sleep you get? Um, I've been limiting myself to six max, six. five wow. to six. If I if I sleep seven to eight, bro, I feel lazy, bro. Oh, really? Can't do it. Yeah. Damn, man, I'm trying to get like you. I kind of got that off Elon. Oh, okay. He's like five is probably the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, best Mostly. amount of sleep someone should get in order to to stay alert like during their day and shit. Yeah. <clears throat> Damn, man, I can barely um get up if I get seven. Usually at eight, I'm like good. Yeah, but hearing you, damn, five six hours. Five to six, and just drink some coffee. That's rough. You you should be fine. And you do your cold showers every day. Yeah. You wake up. Yeah. (laughs) Before the gym. Wow. Yeah, that too. You got gym. You got a lot on your plate to balance. I like doing stuff. I I like doing this. Yeah. I like staying busy. I don't like, even though I like staying home and fucking playing Elden Ring and shit. (laughs) (laughs) I like. Getting out and doing shit. Yeah, you're still like utilizing your time. Mm-hmm. That's nice. I think we're all in, in that that chapter in our lives where we're searching for what we truly love to do and shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll be all right. We'll be good. We're chilling. Um, that'll wrap up this episode. Thanks for giving me your your insight. Thanks your for life asking. Story. Yeah. <laughs> My mom was like, um, I noticed um, in the older episodes, Rob doesn't talk that much. And I was like, yeah, I, uh, I'm i starting to ask him more questions so that, you know, you got your time to shine. I am a fucking quiet dude. Yeah. I'm working on that. I'm <laughs> yeah. working on it, man. Yeah. So. I mean, that's why we have this. But thank you guys for watching. Um, I'll see you guys later. Peace out. Peace. Bye.